0: Tom, last week we spoke about preparing for wild weather and bad weather events. This week we're talking about what happens after a weather event such as a storm or a cyclone. So, in that case, who's responsible for what when it comes to fixing damages?
1: Yeah, when it, we're talking about damages, we might also talk about garden cleanup and things. If there are palm fronds or those red berries that have come down, tenant generally responsible for picking up that sort of small stuff around the garden. If there are big branches, things that need a chainsaw. That's going to be the owner's responsibility to get those things sorted out in a reasonable time frame. Uh, other damages that might occur such as, you know, some of the roof might have collapsed or there might be water pooling in the ceiling, electricity might be out. Those sorts of issues are the responsibility of the landlord and there are prescribed time frames that they need to be fixed in. Uh, Essential repairs, plumbing, electricity, hot water, they need to be fixed ASAP, arrangements need to be made within 24 hours by the landlord, and other urgent repairs, things that mean you can't secure the property or might be unsafe, they've got 48 hours to address those type issues, the landlord.
0: Okay. What about mould that might build up in houses after long periods of heavy rain?
1: Tenants should make a reasonable effort to minimise any mould builder. Uh, in the wet season up here, obviously, it's unavoidable sometimes. It might build up and get to an extent where, you know, a more aggressive treatment is needed. That would likely be the landlord's responsibility. Uh, if the tenant has contributed to that by, for example, not airing out the property or using the exhaust fans or leaving a pile of old washing in the laundry, then they might be responsible for, for paying some of the bill for that as well, though.
0: If a house or property is destroyed, what happens uh, if it can't be lived in after a big weather event like a cyclone or a storm?
1: I'd suggest contacting to Consumer Protection on 1300 30 40 54 or the Broom Office here nine one nine one eight four hundred. 400 if anybody has those kind of you know, significant concerns their property might be uninhabitable. There are rights that a tenant may seek to terminate, for example, and leave from the lease. That's with about two days' notice that they can do that if the property's not inhabitable. But what constitutes uninhabitable, uh, that's, I guess, the question. So best to seek some advice from us around that before you, you go because it's quite an immediate termination uh, that can come into effect. And similarly, a landlord might seek to do that. They give seven days' notice to a, to a tenant. So call us on 91918. 400, or at Consumer Protection WA if you've got questions around that.
0: Good, thank you. And finally, if uh, a tenant can't live in the property due to storm damage, does the landlord have to pay for alternative accommodation?
1: So not if the lease is terminated. If uh, if either party terminates on the basis that the property is not inhabitable anymore, then that's the end of the rental agreement. They're not responsible the tenant for paying any more rent, and the landlord for putting them up anymore. Uh, If it's some damage, that means it's temporarily uninhabitable. They want to maintain the tenancy agreement, but they can't live there for a little period of time. That's where the tenant might seek some rent reduction or reimbursement from the owner during that period. But call or contact us and find out what your rights are in those circumstances.
0: Great. Thanks again for your help, Tom.
1: Nice. Thank you.